welcome, sir, to this beautiful. Do I get to steal your line? I won't. Do it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, to this uh, beautiful Tuesday morning. There you go. <laughs> yes, thank you, Sam. It's great to be with you uh, on the Sheriff Mac Show once again. Uh, I've uh, had a few times where I couldn't be on, and uh, I really appreciate being on today. It is a beautiful Tuesday morning here in Arizona. Uh, temperatures are mild, and this is when we get to brag to our sheriffs and friends in Illinois and Minnesota and Wisconsin that we live in Arizona. Wow, it is beautiful. Uh, come to Arizona, you can golf all yeah. year long. Election yeah. fraud and all. It's beautiful down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah no question <laughs> about that either. Uh, All right, Sheriff, you got an incredible quote from the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered. This is in the Mac Prince V.U.S. Victory Landmark Decision written by Justice Antonin Scalia. And I want to remind people that Justice Scalia simply gave us a history lesson. And in this historic lesson and this historic decision, he says this. Residual state sovereignty, residual state sovereignty was also implicit, of course, in the Constitution's conferral upon Congress of not all governmental powers. But then what kind of powers did they have? He says that too, quote, but only discrete enumerated ones. And then he says that's Article 1, Section 8. So if we would simply follow the Constitution, uh, the federal government would not be able to do 90% of what it does now because of residual state sovereignty. And that means the states must stand and put the federal government back where they belong within their constitutional limitations. If there's no check and balance from the states, then the federal government will continue to get away with constant usurpations of, of power that are entirely unconstitutional. And Scalia, in this amazing, miraculous decision, when the only time in history where sheriffs sued the federal government and won, it is all in here. And this is my review of the case. And every American should have one of these in their pocket. Amen to that, cspoa.org. If you want to get your copy today, it's only a couple of bucks that it takes for us to print it and ship it to you. The Sheriff Mack Supreme Court case win, documenting the separations of powers, documenting jurisdictional boundaries, the great late Anthony Scalia delivering the reality check for all bureaucrats and professional do-gooders to stop exceeding your authority. They call it overreach, but that to me is too uh, soft uh, of a term. I've got a quick story and then a hero sheriff coming up on your TV, ladies and gentlemen. This is hilarious. Now, Jimmy Kimmel uh, tried to have Mike Lindell on his show. As you know, those two have been sparring back and forth. Jimmy trying to mock Mike. Mike uh, literally mocking Jimmy. Uh, it helps He's both been of on them the show stay before. famous. He's been on the show many times before. It's never a yeah. great relationship, but on one hand it is. They kind of spar back and forth a little bit uh, kindly. But Jimmy tried to humiliate Mike Lindell. So here's what he did. He said, hey, Mike, will you come on the show and appear in an arcade machine? Well, 
Mike Lindell said, sure, why not? And Jimmy was surprised, but they went forward with the plan. Here is part of what happened. All the colorful, unhinged characters who've come to prominence in the political era of Donald Trump. Our next guest is probably the most enthusiastic to help him overcome his debilitating fear of machines. We have installed him inside a claw machine for his interview tonight. And joining us now from the corner of Donkey Kong and Qbert, the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell. Hello, Mike. Jimmy Crumble, is that you? It's me. <laughs> well, Mike. First question, Mike, is why do you think people don't take you seriously? Well, I, you know, I want to tell you this, Jimmy. Remember okay. when we were kids and uh, we questioned these carnival games, whether they were rigged or not? Yeah, right. But when, but when we spoke up back then, we didn't get sued, did we? No, that's right. Hey, Mike, get rid of that kid. Will you give him a toy or something like that? Here you He's go. You a... got a winner. It's a rigged game. It's a rigged game. It's a rigged game. <laughs> Mike, I know that you're distrustful of machines. Now that you're inside one, do you feel differently? No, same thing. There's, uh, there are computers can be rigged out there, yeah, absolutely, in elections. You know that. Did you ask Donald Trump uh, whether you should do this or not? Do you run this sort of thing by him? No, I didn't, Jimmy. I did this all on my own. I wanted to be on your show. You you, you know, you kept telling me to come on, but you you know, I seen the monologue there. You said it's because to put me in here because I was, wasn't vaccinated. You tricked me. You did it to be funny, huh? Yeah, no, I didn't. No, I didn't want you in there because you weren't vaccinated. I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even remember why I decided you should be in there. Just, <laughs> no, you said it on your show. It seemed like a good idea when it happened. I have to say, I was very surprised when you said you would do it. But you know, I put it out there, and so you said yes. So yeah. I, you know, I'm honoring that commitment that well, I made no, on the air. So last week, Mike, you uh, actually during the weekend, you you ran for chairman of the Republican National Committee. This is the committee that is kind of in charge of fundraising. It decides where the money goes. It's a very powerful group. Correct. And you seemed, by my count, very confident that you had a chance to win this thing. Let's look at the tape. I'm running for chairman of the RNC, and I plan on winning. And you know what? I plan on winning. I want to win that RNC chair. We're ahead in every single poll out there. I'm 100% all in. And when I go all in, I go all in to win. I just want to win, everybody. Not only am I going to win, but we're going to, it's going to change real fast. Are you confident that you can win? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of them are going, do you think you can win? Do you think you win? Of course I'm going to win. Mike, some of the polls show you winning this. Oh, yeah, yeah, they all do. Now, Mike, the poll actually did show you as the favorite, right? The Rasmussen poll. That's correct, yep. And then this happened. Mike Lindell received four votes, Harmeet Dillon received 51 votes, and Ronna McDaniel received 111 votes. Now, does this seem like an indication that maybe your barometer when it comes to voting is off? No, what it seems like, Jimmy, is that the RNC did, that their representatives didn't listen to the people of our country that wanted a change in the RNC leadership because I was the top of all the polls. I almost doubled both of them combined in the Rasmussen report, which came out last Thursday, the day before the vote. So they, you know, I didn't realize that they, uh, you know, that they would, I would think that they would have went with what the people wanted because they represent the people. Do you believe this was a rigged election, too? No, absolutely not, Jimmy, because there was no machines involved. It was paper ballots hand-counted. Right. Okay. So um, you lost. You would have lost either way, I guess is what you're saying. Well, I don't know if I'd have machines. I, somebody could have filled with the numbers, right? 
You distrust machines. Um, does that is can does that extend to like sewing machines? Uh, yeah. Tell me, like, are what about ice machines? Are you okay with those? Maybe. I, you know what? I'm okay. You know, you can you can make fun of that, but we know the machines I'm talking about are voting machines, computers used in elections because we want to have elections and not selections. So not like the George Foreman lean mean grilling machine would not be on your list of things to melt down and make into prison bars. No, no, just the voting machines. We got enough of them to melt down into prison bars. Gloria Stefan and the Miami Sound Machine. They they're cool, right? What's that? I said Gloria Stefan and the Miami Sound Machine. I can't hear you, Jimmy. I can't hear you. You've ch- you've I'm sorry. Up. It turns out you're locked inside a claw machine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the differences between you and the claw machine is claw machines let go. And you will not let go of this voting thing, will you? Never. I want to save, I want to help save our country and I love our country. I love the people in our country, and uh, we've got to get rid of the computers in our in our elections. Mike, I have to tell you, and I mean this sincerely. I believe that you that you believe this stuff. I believe that you are really convinced that. I mean, the evidence that you've presented is nonsensical, but I do believe that that you are convinced that there is some kind of a conspiracy or malfunction or whatever the case may be. I don't believe that Donald Trump believes that. I think Donald Trump is lying when he says he thinks the election was rigged. I think uh, Giuliani is lying when he says it. I think Kerry Lake is lying. I think for them, these are just excuses for losing an election. Uh, What do you say to that? Well, I say, um, Jimmy, no judge in the United States has looked at the evidence. They've all kicked the can on standing. No one has ever looked at the evidence based on merit. And isn't that, uh, I'm just going to keep sounding the alarm until somebody looks at it. We gave it to the Facebook fact checkers, Alan Duke. He looked at it and he won't. Now he just went away because he knows it was true. But the I Supreme say to you, Court. Jimmy, I'll give I'll yeah. give the evidence to you. We'll okay. come back two months later. I'll pay for your cyber guy if the if the show can't afford it. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll have him check it out. You know, you're getting a big audience tonight, so you could afford it. Mike, Great. I'll bring Mike, you, the you see that you see that you little girl with the, the show. with that little girl with the overalls right, we'll on. Stop That's it our there. cyber. We'll go ahead and stop it there. Eventually, he just starts coming out of the machine and getting crazy on the machine like he's psycho just to mock uh, Jimmy Kimmel. But every point Jimmy threw at him, in my opinion, Mike Lindell did well. Hey, do you think that means you just lost? No, there was paper ballots, and that one was hand-counted. It's legitimate. Do you think you lost no matter what? Well, if I had machines, I could have won. Uh, right on through to the point where, hey, you know what? Um, your evidence is nonsensical. Yeah, but you know what? A judge has never been willing to look at it. Hey, Jimmy, if you can't afford it, uh, hint, by the way, Jimmy Kimmel's ratings are melting down, and his best night was having on Mike Lindell, believe it or not. Uh, and he just <laughs> mocks him and says, you know what? No judge has the guts to look at it. Why don't you look at it, and I'll pay for it. Uh, in my opinion, he took a very uh, manipulated circumstance designed to make him look like a fool, and he came out owning uh, the TV show. It was incredible. Uh, he even got a chance to promote my pillow uh, in the thing. Uh, it's pretty kind of comical. Uh, but there you have that. Sheriff Mack, any comment real quick? Yeah, I thought uh, Mike Lindell, who's a friend of yours and mine, uh, did very well. Uh, I thought the uh, little crumb machine that he was in was uh, very unique. 
a, a, a huge attention getter. And yeah, I wasn't, I wouldn't be at all surprised if this was one of the best shows Jimmy Kimmel had. He has to reach out to people who are correct, uh, to try to help his own show uh, stay alive. So, uh, he used Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell used him and Mike Lindell right. came out looking very solid. Because he was trying to make Mike Lindell get off of his center and make him look like a, a, a grumpy, old, discredited uh, man. And you see, by the way, he starts him in the machine. He says, hey, why don't people take you seriously? Huh? We got you in this yeah. mock game machine. And uh, in my opinion, Mike Lindell delivered so well. He didn't get offended. He wasn't grumpy. He was cheerful. Right. He mocked Jimmy till the cows came home. He had a great time with it. But then he scored incredible points about the truth. No, this one was counted by paper ballots and by hand. So you know what? It wasn't fraudulent. I lost. And, and but... the, truth, the truth about the judges is also amazing. Yeah. No, the truth no judges, the judges ever taken also, the case. Jimmy uh, got mocked as well because Mike Lindell mocked the poll. Did you see how he kind of did that? Jimmy or Jimmy's like, hey, you lost either way. No, the polls and the people wanted me. Now, either the right. polls lied or, okay, or the polls are wrong. What happened there? He's like, I don't know. But I'm telling you that the hand counting is legitimate, that the paper ballots are legitimate. What may not be legitimate is your pollsters and that the RNC is willing to listen to the people. So I, anyway, he made well, some incredible points. Let's let's introduce our yeah. guest real quick and get his take on this thing as well. Our guest today, oh, ladies and gentlemen, is making. You mean we have a sheriff from Illinois on the show today? Roger that. Oh, gosh. Well, go ahead. Macon County, Illinois Sheriff Jim Root with us. Integrity, leadership, accountability is his claim to fame. JimRootForSheriff.com. He's a law enforcement professional. He's a former Marine, and he's one of my latest heroes. Welcome to the broadcast, Sheriff. Uh, Thank you for having me on. Um, Sorry about the technical issues. Uh, You know, the technology. Oh, you're looking good. No, yeah, you're good. Yeah, I had some problems there. I don't know if uh, Google just didn't like me or what. <laughs> no worries, sir. They block everything we do, by the way. <laughs> I've had to add the Liberty Roundtable streams to YouTube and uh, Facebook and Rumble because they're taking down Bridie on how long they'll leave me up. Time will only tell. Nevertheless, we'll share the word, spread the love the best we can. What do you think of the Jimmy Kimmel Mike uh, Lindell spar, Sheriff? Well, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get to listen to it, and I don't watch Jimmy. Uh, I think that he's. Uh, I don't either, unless you know, Mike Lindell's on there. <laughs> you know, if I would have yeah, that's, that's the first I'll time get, I've ever watched him. You know, anytime that you you go on to some of these shows, you're you're going to get attacked um, because of the way that you believe, or you know, if you don't think that the elections was was correct, yeah, they're going to come after you. They're going to make you. They're trying to be a little you. Uh, that's the hard part about it. But uh, if you stand up and, you know, stand your ground, uh, they don't have a, a leg to stand on because, you know, their philosophies of, you know, this didn't happen uh, is not correct because everybody knows that uh, people in elections, they do make mistakes. Now, does it result to the amount of what uh, Trump had in 2020? I can't tell you because, as he said, they have not looked at the judges have not looked at it. 
Well, and that is the quintessential problem where I don't really have any credibility for Jimmy Kimmel and others. When you won't look at it, you got to wonder why, Sheriff. Well, I think it's probably because they're afraid of, of, of putting the merits to it. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, judges out there, you know, some of them are appointed, uh, and that's, you know, a problem. The ones that are elected will, are, are more likely to stand up and do the right thing because they're elected by the people, not so much appointed by another group of judges. So, and that's uh, the big difference between a police chief and a sheriff as well, right? Yeah, that is correct. Uh, police chiefs are uh, appointed by the, the mayor or the city council, and uh, those people are elected, but the uh, the sheriff is actually elected by the people and is a direct representative of those people. All right. Illinois is, I don't know what you want to call it, ground zero when it comes to the right to keep and bear arms right now. The governor went psychotic on us all, betrayed his oath of office, in my humble opinion. Uh, about 90 sheriffs, from what we understand, out of 102 standing up and saying, not on our watch. Uh, the battle's on, right? Yeah, the battle's on. The The issue with it is, is you know, there was probably a few that um, probably would have came on uh, that probably are uh, represented by a larger of the uh, liberal side of, of the electorate, uh, they're not going to go against the governor that's of the same party. So they, they tend to, uh, stand down when it comes to these, these issues. Uh, the ones that are elected by the people and the people want them to stand up they're they have the ability to, and will stand up for the people that elect them. Sheriff Mack. Well, Chef Root, this is quite historic in a lot of ways, but let's explain to all of our viewers and, and supporters here at Brighty on TV. The, the, the rumor mill and some of the articles have said there are now up to 90 sheriffs in Illinois out of, correct me if I'm wrong, 102 sheriffs in the state, correct? Yes, that is correct. And so is there really 90? Because that means Democrat and Republican alike are now standing against the governor and the state legislature on this ridiculous gun control measure. Is that where the numbers line up now? That is where the numbers line up. And this is kind of similar to what they referred to as the Safety Act. That was also uh, one of those controversial issues that uh, uh, the legislature and the governor passed uh, back in 2021. It was to go into effect January 1st of this year. And then you had, uh, I believe it was 68 state's attorneys and a few sheriffs within that state's attorney group that took it upon themselves to sue the governor and the uh, attorney general to prevent that no bond, which was the Safety Act, had a, a this is this reoccurring no bond uh, idea that they they have is to you know not have bond and let people out of jail for you know essentially revolving door. Uh, right. The state's attorneys did sue them and did find that uh, that was unconstitutional as it stands, and then the Illinois Supreme Court went back and said you know. Even though this applies to 68 or 67 of the 102 counties, 
the Supreme Court said it's going to be across the board until it gets through the court system. Wow. Okay. Well, so and that's the uh, same, and that is the, the and, and that ahead. is the same. That is the same uh, kind of idea that the uh, sheriffs. Uh, but we didn't file a lawsuit against the the governor. We are um, letting the citizens sue the governor and the attorney general for the purposes of getting this through the courts. Well, you sheriffs are doing your job. You're nullifying by saying no. We don't have to take everything to court. Uh, we just say no. If they give, if they give you an unconstitutional order, say no. And I guess many of you have said no. We're not going to enforce that. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. They, they, uh, we basically have said this is unconstitutional when we want this to go through the courts before this goes uh, into effect. Because uh, with this, they're actually wanting uh, these law-abiding citizens to register their guns. Uh, for the purposes of, I don't know, coming down the road five years from now and then coming in, sweeping them out and saying that you can't have these and, you know, we're going to take them. I don't know what their, what their agenda is. Registration is always, uh, registration is always followed by confiscation sooner or later. Oh, absolutely. I agree. Well, well, Sheriff Fruit, I have a question for you. I need to understand this. I'm just the average Joe. I'm not a police officer, never have been. The closest I get is being traffic cop on the radio and TV, right? So, but here's the question for you. If the governor is sworn to uphold the United States Constitution and the Illinois Constitution, and part of that codified in law is you have a right to keep and bear arms, and that right shall not be infringed. And then he goes off and does this, and I'll finish my question on the other side, but shouldn't we just flat out arrest the criminal? Let's talk about it with Sheriff Jim Root, Richard Mack, and yours truly on Brideon TV. All right, when we come back, I'll just rephrase it, uh, Sheriff Root, and then let you respond, but I'm just saying. We offer a variety of colloidal silver solutions that we make in Texas. Satellite phones have been wiped out globally because of the supply chain collapse and war in Europe. But a truly amazing new option has emerged, the Bivy Stick, which allows you to send and receive text messages using almost any mobile device without relying on cell towers at all. In a world where war, riots, or a power grid failure can happen literally at any time, the Bivy Stick and its two-way satellite messaging gives you the power to reach loved ones, to send emergency messages or request a rescue. And to use this device, you do not have to register your name and you don't need to turn on location services or reveal your geographic location. The battery life is several days in duration and you can easily recharge it using a small portable power bank. There are only about 20,000 Bibby sticks that will be available in America this year. Get yours now while they're still available at sat123.com. That's sat 123.com. Thanks for your support of this platform. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com. 
sat123.com, they have put together a really incredible package, emergency backup communication systems, power systems. We've got sat phones. We've got uh, solar panels and also the big 400-watt solar panel behind us there. And why does this matter? Because, of course, right now we are dealing with massive risk of blackouts. And the power grid is just failing, you know, intermittently. But it's going to get worse because we've also got energy shortages. Think about the lack of coal power, the diesel problems that are happening right now. If you're in the military or the National Guard or Border Patrol or law enforcement and you need to be able to function even when the power grid goes down, or maybe you're a first responder, rescue team, firefighter, paramedic, you name it, you need to know about this equipment. So SAT123.com, folks. All right, Macon County, Illinois Sheriff with us, Mr. Jim Root. Leadership, accountability, integrity. Jim Root for Sheriff.com to learn more. He's a hero sheriff in Illinois. And I'm basically saying right before the pause, look, Governor Pritzker there literally swore out to uphold the United States Constitution and the state of Illinois Constitution. Uh, the legal Supreme law says I have a right and all the Illinois citizens have a right to bear arms and that right shall not be infringed. Now, if you happen to be, um, you know, disabled or whatever else, he's banning all kinds of stuff that relate to you, to everybody else infringement. So when the governor violates the Supreme law to that degree, I mean, he didn't just say, I have this opinion. He literally signed it into law, betrayed his oath of office, and then threatened with firing, even though he has no authority to do that, anybody who doesn't jump in lockstep to violate the supreme law of the land. To me, that's criminal activity, and the governor should be arrested. Now, I'm just a layman. I'm not a police officer or anybody else, but I'm just asking from Joe Q. Public, um, Sheriff, what the heck? Can't we just stop this criminal I mean, he swore an oath to protect our rights, and now he's betrayed that, Jim Root. So what you're going to have is you're going to have a series of lawsuits. Um, we don't have the – in Illinois, we don't have the ability to do a recall or anything of that nature for uh, our elected officials, including me. That's the only way that I'm going to get knocked out of office is uh, if I was to com commit a criminal act and be removed as a, as a result of doing something. You mean something like the governor's either. done? Uh, well, there's nothing in the statute that says a politician can't lie, cheat, and steal, um, but they do. They they lie to us all the time, um, and I I have no faith in any of them that uh, that that will tell us one thing and then go vote uh, a different way when they say, hey, you know, we we want to protect. Yeah, your but if rights, you try to set up laws that undermine the supreme law of our land, at some point. It becomes warfare on the Constitution, doesn't it? It does, uh, but we live uh, right now. I'm in a, I'm in a, a state of Illinois. If it was in the state of another state where, uh, you know, it it's not the way that it is. I'm in one of the most corrupt states when it comes to uh, the way that it operates. It's really just un, un, unidentifiable. That. 
Well, you know, you got <laughs> you you got a lot of different. Um, no, we know, know what Illinois is. Illinois is one messed up place when it comes to how politics. Many, how many governors have gone to prison in, from Illinois? Well, we've had both Republicans and uh, Democrats yeah. alike that have been sent to prison for uh, some of their illegal activities. But uh, let, until let me, let, me follow the courts, up. let me follow up real quickly with what Sam has said. And, and I know this is something maybe – uh, a lot of public officials and law enforcement haven't thought about. If I swear an oath and I wittingly and knowingly violate that oath, have I not committed perjury? And is is well, that not? Let, let's ask a that even further. Act? Not only not only did you do that, Sheriff, but then you're forcing others by smashing their bread bowl. In other words, I'll fire you. You lose your income, your ability to support your family if you don't go along in my criminal activity. It's another level. Yeah, but well, he can't do it. Yeah, he has no authority, to, uh, you know, within, you know, the governor to remove an, a duly elected sheriff in Illinois. Um, yeah, at but least would not, you agree? Not would I'm, you agree what, with my comment? That is that perjury or not? I mean, if I swear an oath in court and I lie, I can be charged with perjury. If he's ta- he's taking a public oath, swearing that he will uphold and defend the Constitution, and then he wittingly and knowingly, maybe ignorantly, because everybody else does it, he can claim that. But is that, do you believe that's a crime of perjury or or not? Well, if you're, if you're, if you're, if he was swearing and his oath in, in a court of law, it would be considered perjury because that's in the court system. As you do a ceremonial uh, swearing of the oath in, in public doesn't necessarily mean that it is in the court of law, which couldn't be considered as perjury, but it is definitely a, a violation of your oath of office if you decide that you're going to uh, violate people's constitutional rights. And there is a remedy for that, and it's called uh, a federal court, federal lawsuit. Um, and if it's willful and wanton, then yes, you could be held with damages and be sanctioned and, and removed from uh, office. I don't know, but uh, you know, there there's probably damages associated for those people that have lost their ability to uh, have a second amendment in Illinois. Yeah. But just like the election integrity issue, the judges won't touch it. They'll just say no standing here, disabled veteran. You don't have a leg to stand on. No standing here, sheriff. Uh, you're just a sheriff. And, what I mean is we play games with this. Everybody wants to back out of it. Uh, we're not trying to put you on the hot seat for it. You and I and everybody else are just doing the best we can to kind of figure this out. But I look at this and I say, we've got to push back harder, but we've got to remain with the moral high ground in doing so, Sheriff. Well, I, and I'm, I'm a perfect example of that. Um, in 2018, I won my election or I lost my election by one vote. Um, and it took me two and a half years to sue the election authority and the, the the seated sheriff to get my rifle spot on within the department. Uh, two and a half years, they they bogged it down, motions to dismiss, everything that they could throw at me, but the kitchen sink. And finally, you know, two and a half years later, I'm I'm finally got my seat and then turned around and went straight back into a re-election campaign because. A year and a half left in my my term, 
really wasn't enough to get wait, anything wait, done. Wait, 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 wait. If you if you lost by one vote, how did you? They 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 reinstated. They put you in as sheriff after losing by one well, vote. Did, what what happened? It took. It, it took two and a half years to get through the court system. Remember when like, uh, Lydell, or, uh, Mike Lindell said, he goes, none of the judges wanted to hear this. Well, I got right. my lawsuit into court, and it took two and a half years of a lawsuit to get well, and what, win. What were you suing on? What did you, what did you challenge? I challenged the uh, – because they withheld two votes when they uh, when the election authority oh. counted the votes. There was two votes that was handed – to the election authority, and they just took those two votes and set them on a shelf uh, and didn't count them. And then when I found out about it during our discovery process, uh, I basically filed a lawsuit against them. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you won this lawsuit? Hold on. You won this lawsuit? Yes, I won. All right. So hold on. Now, Jimmy Kimmel says your evidence is nonsensical, Mike Lindell. Why don't you go on Jimmy Kimmel Live after and say, but I won a lawsuit over it, Jimmy. How is that nonsensical, well, sir? I, I'm never going to go on Jimmy Kendall. Uh, I, I, I don't like I don't like Hollywood. I don't. Uh, we could I don't... we could start you out in a jail cell to mock you, sheriff, and then you could say you won the Supreme Court case, or not you Supreme put me Court. in an you orange jumpsuit. Case. Yeah, yeah, you put yeah. me in an orange jumpsuit. Yeah, we'll, we can talk about that. So yeah. then, how how did your re- how did your reelection turn out? Uh, so I they. <laughs> so, because of who I am, I guess they decided to throw a Republican at me. I'm a Republican. I'm I'm a conservative. Uh, they threw a Republican at me, and I beat him seventy four percent. I took seventy four percent of the electorate during the primary. So wait a minute. We overcome election fraud and win, and then we win with a landslide. This is getting better I by the with, second. And then they <laughs> threw a, a, and then they threw a, a, a Democrat at me. Uh, who voted in the Republican primary, and we were able to throw them out because they, uh, you can't vote in a primary of one party and then run in that yeah, election. Yeah, is that election fraud, fraud in your state to do so? Uh, no, it's not, but it's uh, it, it disqualifies it's you as a candidate if you do that. It's it's actually I against see. the law to to do that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's weird how we define election fraud, right? So it's election integrity uh, problematic, to say the least. But there you go. Very strange. And we commend you, Jim, for your fortitude, for your willingness to stand up to these clowns. And that's what it's going to take to stop this gun control uh, assertion uh, by the governor, who, in my opinion, is a criminal. I and mean, I'm just going to say it straight out. I don't see how you swear an oath to protect that right for all Americans. And then you literally use every tool you have to violate that right. Well, they, they don't have enough, they, you know, they don't have any, um, any integrity. Let's say that, you know, they, uh, they get elected and they don't, they don't, they no longer represent the people. Um, a lot of times they will, you know, get into office and the only thing that they're, uh, focused on is getting reelected again because it is no longer a service to the people that are electing you. It is more of a self-serving uh, purpose to uh, keep getting elected so that you can keep getting a paycheck. A bunch of corruption. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so you got reelected in tw- just last year, then. Twenty twenty two. 
Yes. Well, that, that's a, that's an wow. amazing story show. Well, uh, hey, um, how, how are we going to be able to reach out to all these Illinois sheriffs and have them come to our training? And I, and I want every sheriff to understand in Illinois, whether you took a stand on this or not, that we can show you absolute documented proof and evidence that what you sheriffs are doing is absolutely correct. And it's actually your official responsibility to do so. You're not just because we don't have no sheriff in this country has a, a any kind of responsible responsibility or lawful obligation to go along with politicians who are violating the constitution. Quite to the contrary, we took an oath and we have an obligation to keep that oath irrespective of what the, the legislature or governor does. And to be quite honest with you, even irrespective of what the courts say, I still have an obligation to uphold and defend the constitution, no matter what other public official tells me is correct or not correct. I have to keep my oath to uphold and defend the Constitution. And I will do that. And they want to throw me out of office or they want to uh, arrest me. I am not going along with tyranny and the corruption that is now destroying our Constitution. That's the problem in America, the destruction of our Constitution. I applaud you and the other sheriffs of Illinois. And I hope we can get a a good crowd of sheriffs there on March 4th. Yeah, how do we get enough people through our trainings, uh, Sheriff? Yeah, uh, I I think that you're going to probably get some people there. Now, how you get them there um, might be something different. There's uh, there's avenues to get the word out. I'll call you later today how we can get that invitation out to everybody, and I hope that we can do that. And um, so I'll I'll need your help maybe getting all their emails, and and, uh, we'll send something out. We also have – uh, some other organizations that are with us on this. One is the American Police Officer Alliance, and uh, they're they're wanting to help. And, and it's not just the crazy sheriff Mac thing. And 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 I want I know you've seen some crazy things about me on the internet. And the uh, national press, the mainstream press especially, has been going after Sam and me and our uh, CSP CSPOA organization. And they've called us racists and white supremacists and radicals and extremists and uh, even anti-American. But uh, uh, none of these things are true. By the way, Sheriff, they're trying to them a little bit. Uh, Jim's on the TV with us, well, and so everybody else can see him but me, and I don't know what race he is, and I don't care. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sheriff Root, Sam is blind, so he doesn't know if you're black or white or in between. I don't oh. care either, Sheriff. <laughs> I'm grateful for your leadership and your example either way, by the way. Now, just a little bit more for those clowns that say there's no evidence like the Jimmy Kimmels and the judges and everybody else. Uh, Sidney Powell will be joining us on the radio program next hour, by the way, uh, just so you know. Uh, But listen, election under investigation after votes were double counted, uh, possibly flipping the outcome of a race. Where is this? Officials in New Jersey have now announced a formal investigation into the, quote, general election results from, I think it's Monmouth County. Is that how you say it? That's a statement from the attorney general of the state, 
Matthew Platkin, he confirmed a full investigation is warranted based on the, Jimmy, listen, evidence at hand. So there you have it. Now, Jim's example. Jimmy Kimmel, not not, uh, Sheriff Sheriff Root. Of course, yes. Jimmy Kimmel. There you go. So now you got a real sheriff standing up and saying, hey, he had to go to court to correct an election. And now you got officials in New Jersey and the attorney general saying we got a problem. Votes were double counted. How do we say this is no evidence, gentlemen? Go ahead, Sheriff. It's it, it's definitely evidence. Now, uh, to the is it enough to to sway an election? Uh, depends on how widespread it is. Uh, in my case, we were talking forty thousand votes. Um, I lost by one, but when I uh, came out the other side, I won by sixteen. Uh, so there's a big difference between uh, somebody making a, a, a an error and actual voter fraud. Now, when you start stuffing ballot boxes and uh, voting for uh, yeah. absentee or ballot and somebody else's name, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. It's it's watering down our uh, our our people that are legally voting. It waters down their vote. But Sheriff, let me ask you, in your case where they just literally put two votes on a shelf, is that intent to commit fraudulent elections? Or is that just like, oh, Larry didn't mean to. He got busy and he almost spilled his Coke and he put them up there to preserve them, don't you know? Kind of a, I mean, what are we talking about here? So I don't think this was done on purpose. I think what happened was, is this was the uh, the county clerk was, this was his last year. He was retiring. Uh, the guy that was uh, replacing him uh, was running in an election. Uh, he ended up switching it from it he was a democrat i'm a republican um i don't think that he intentionally did it i think that it was more of a a, a mistake uh the people that then hold on if it was a mistake when it gets brought up why not just correct it why force you to go all the way to court well that's the problem uh there you know we asked them to correct it before, and they refused to do it and refused to take action. Uh, and that came from the state's attorney's office who said, we're not going to do anything with this. This will have to go through uh, the court process. And so, you know, we didn't have the ability uh, to correct it. We asked them to, but they refused. And then we ended up having to, uh, to sue. And, you know, two and a half years later, we win. Yeah. So I got to, I got to do this. This is, so did they give you back pay? Did, and, and the other sheriff, he was removed from office and you were put in as the, the sheriff. What, what, what was all that logistically? So, uh, when I, when I actually won my law, my lawsuit, uh, he said that he was going to appeal it. Um, I said, that's fine. You can appeal it all you want. Um, unless you get a stay, you're going to be removed from office. And he decided that the chances of him winning on the grounds of uh, everything that we had in the recount um, was probably slim. So they, uh, he just decided to retire. And uh, I was uh, sworn in on the office. And then I never did ask for my back pay, but the, uh, the county board, the county commissioners. Hey, you can give it to me, people. 
You know, they, so they decided that it was the right thing to do. <laughs> oh, good. Well, it, it was the right thing to do. Well, that's an amazing story, Sheriff. We're really glad you're on board. Uh, we really appreciate what you and the other sheriffs in Illinois are doing. 90 sheriffs standing for liberty, uh, standing for what's right, standing against tyranny, standing against vapid politicians who don't know, uh, especially in Illinois, where it is extremely correct, uh, corrupt. You are correct on that. It is an amazing corrupt uh, uh, legislature. And this also gets to me big time. How is it that they have the most strict gun control laws already in Chicago? And so what do they do? They double down with more gun control as if that's going to do anything to the crime in the inner cities of, of Illinois and especially Chicago. Uh, how, how have you brought that up? So uh, Chicago is one of the most violent cities uh, in Illinois. Uh, there's literally every weekend there's 50, 60, 70 shootings, you know, victims. I don't know how many homicides. One of the most violent in the world. It is very much violent. And taking uh, guns away from law-abiding citizens is not the answer. Uh, it's the enforce the, the the criminal statutes for those people that are violating it. Some of the, you know, these people right. that are doing these crimes are felons. They shouldn't have had guns to begin with. And if your gun laws worked, um, these people would already be held accountable. <laughs> Amen to that. Working. Sheriff, <laughs> Sheriff, what can we best do as the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association uh, and we the people? What can we best do to help you, Sheriff Jim Root, in your stand to protect our God-given rights? You've interposed in a big way uh, between the governor and the people to protect the people. What can we do to support you the best, sir? So get the word out to, you know, what the uh, organization does and, you know, educate the other sheriffs uh, that may not be aware that, that they have an obligation to um, stand up for the Constitution. They took an oath. They're the closest uh, people to the actual people that elected them. So uh, they are their voice, uh, whether it's uh, victims of crimes, that is the voice of, of, of the people because, you know, they want to be held, hold these criminals accountable. And in order to do that, they need good sheriffs that's willing to put these people in jail. Sheriff Ack? Well, we got 30 seconds to go, Sam. So I, I just want to thank Sheriff Root uh, for his courage and for his dedication to America. Sheriff, thank you so much. I'll see you soon, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank Sydney you. Sydney Powell good night. coming up next on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, LibertyRoundTable.com. The Sheriff Mac Show. You want to become part of the posse? That's coming up today as well. CSPOA.org on TV. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not 
need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Man, what an incredible hour on Bridie on TV. Yeah, Macon County, Illinois, Sheriff Jim Root with us, along with Sheriff Mack and myself. Jim Root for Sheriff.com. His story is riveting, ain't it, folks? Jimmy Kimball, or Kimmel, attempted to humiliate Mike Lindell and lost big. It was incredible, folks. Also, officials in New Jersey have announced a formal investigation into the general election because they say, hey, evidence warrants a full investigation. That's what the Attorney General of uh, New Jersey basically had to say about it, folks. Double counting votes in Mammoth County. I find that incredible. I really do. I find that something to really go, wait a minute. And then you look at what happened. A Democrat put two votes on the shelf requiring the sheriff we just had on TV with us to lose. But he pushed back and said, wait a minute, hold on. A year and a half plus later, he wins. Jim Root. Now, Sheriff, and I know Jim is saying he doesn't believe it was intentional, but when it was, if it was not intentional, when it was discovered, why wouldn't he go, oh, my gosh, I am so sorry. But no, what they did was they dug in and said, no, we're going to let this stand anyway, even though we know it's a problem. It took him going to court, took a long time to get the truth out on that. Now, you can debate if that's election fraud. You can debate if that was intentional or not all day long if you want to. And I'm not here to argue with you about that. What I am here to say, though, is, look, that's why we're not calling it election fraud a lot of times. It's election integrity issues. Whether he did that intentionally or not, we can't prove. But what we can say is they sure had resistance to the truth. Uh, they would call it a conspiracy theory Tell Jim Root Sheriff wins. Then what? So, see, that really needs to go on Jimmy Kimmel Live. And we probably need to put uh, Jimmy... Uh, in a um, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, probably like in a, a prison cell, would, would do this kind of mock thing. And, and uh, the sheriff could let Jimmy out because Jimmy's just in the media. But we could really talk about these election issues in a meaningful way. 
in a way that would highlight there are election integrity problems. And we're here to correct them, whether they're big or small, whether they say they're fraud or whether we say, no, it's just anomalies or unintentional or intentional. We can debate that until the cows come home. But we are partnering with True the Vote at the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. True the Vote, CSPOA, working together to create education for sheriffs. America's last hope, the county sheriff. So that sheriffs can dig into this in meaningful ways and say, look, I don't care if the issue is big or small. If there's anomalies, if there's weird things surrounding the election, we will dig and we will do our best to create transparency and accountability. We will do it within the scope of the law. Uh, We will not, uh, you know, gnash our teeth and foam at the mouth or do anything crazy. Uh, But we will create accountability. And the more cases that come forward that document the truth, and we just gave you two of them in this hour, we gave you the good sheriff's example. We gave you the example in New Jersey. Two factual evidence-based cases. One under serious investigation right now in the great state of New Jersey. Right now, the sheriff, the good sheriff, uh, Jim Root, he won. That's evidence that proves so successful, so valuable, so critical that he won. So, Jimmy, all you naysayer conspiracy wackos out there, what happens when it's fact? And there was a conspiracy. Huh? What happens then? So, folks, we're going to be meeting uh, with True the Vote to put more of our plans in place for training on this. We're going to come up with solutions that the American people can do. We're going to come up with guidelines and support for sheriffs to pull off these unique kind of investigations that oftentimes are beyond the sheriff because they're digital, they're technical. They're hard. We're going to put plans in place. We're going to put a blueprint together. We're going to put funding uh, together to support these sheriff's departments that don't have the funding to battle these issues. And we're going to do it all as the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org. Stay with me next hour. I got Sydney Powell with me. If you wait a little later and join the posse, Sheriff Max running the posse today, CSPOA.org. Become a member. Get involved in the county sheriff, America's last hope, solutions to the problems we face. After all, we declare this nation shall endure. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Donate today. God save the Republic of the United States of America. America.